EV Comply, simplifying your charge point installations. Hey you, it's Friday the 3rd of December, another week, another EV Roundup, brought to you directly from EV Comply. So this week, the new Honda CEO has announced big changes of their EV strategy. Now, it's Japan's second largest automaker, and they're now looking for a partner or partners with more advanced EV tech in order to advance their own. Now, Honda was among the pioneers of the hybrid powertrain tech in the first place, along with Toyota, but just like many of its rivals, it has now fallen behind other automakers that have invested massively in fully electric vehicles earlier on in the game. Now, in order to make up for the head start that the others have gained, Honda's new CEO wants the automaker to team up with another company that has more experience. The main question is now regarding which manufacturer Honda may team up with to accelerate their EV development. It hasn't yet been answered, but the logical step, of course, would be for it to join forces with another Japanese automaker. Representatives of all the major Japanese automakers have already begun talks under the umbrella of the Japan Automobile Manufacturers Association. So talks are going on, they're just yet to pick who they want to choose. Now, speaking of automakers, Zero Labs Automotive is based in Hawthorne, California, and it's an EV design, technology and engineering firm that takes a unique and resourceful approach to electric vehicles. Now, since its founding in 2015, the company has set out to convert existing classics to zero emissions mobility. Now, the electrified rebirth of existing vehicles is not only more sustainable, obviously, but it's also timely, as many countries have vowed, as you know, to ban ICE cars this decade. Zero Labs founder and CEO Adam Rowe says conversions are vital for EV adoption. A lot of people have history and connections to their cars, and the thought of parting with them can be really heartbreaking. But with this, they don't have to. They can just convert the vehicle that they've got. And this will be a massive help to the uh, movement of an EV adoption. And it's very, very true. I think people do have cars, don't they, that they have some sort of an emotional attachment to. And to just get rid of them, well, it's heartbreaking. But you absolutely don't have to. Uh, EV conversions are there they can be used and it's definitely the way forward if you want to keep that car excitingly this week work has kicked off at the uk's largest public ev charging hub the work has now begun excitingly this week work has kicked off at the uk's largest public ev charging hub the work has begun on the electric vehicle charging hub that forms part of the energy super hub oxford project being developed by pivot power and oxford city council celebrated as the uk's largest public ev charging hub the site is to see the installation of 10 fastened chargers with up to 300 kilowatts of power. The hub is expected to open to the public in 2022, so not long now, and it's going to be powered by 100% renewable energy, with this partly generated by Fastened's solar roof. The chargers are to be open 24-7, while both contactless and app-based payment options will be available. The EV charging hub is one of up to 40 similar sites planned by Pivot Power across the UK. In other news this week, Detroit Stellantis's CEO Carlos Tavares has said external pressure on automakers to accelerate the shift to electric vehicles potentially threatens jobs and vehicle quality as producers struggle to manage the higher costs of building EVs. 
Governments and investors want car manufacturers, as we know, to speed up the transition to electric vehicles, but the costs are beyond the limits of what the auto industry can sustain, Tavares said in an interview on Wednesday. He then went on to say, What has been decided is to impose on the automotive industry electrification that brings 50% additional costs against a conventional vehicle. Automakers could charge higher prices and sell fewer cars or accept lower profit margins, but sadly both paths lead to cutbacks. Automakers need time for testing and ensuring that new technology will work, Tavares said. Pushing to speed that process up is just going to be counterproductive. It will lead to quality problems and it will lead to all sorts of problems later down the line. You may have seen on our socials this week that Hennessy are to launch a 2400 BHP six-wheeler EV in 2026 and they have released the sketches. It looks pretty cool to be fair. They're calling it the Outlandish Deep Space Project. It's going to seat four people, have all-wheel drive and costs more than £2 million. It's coming in around 2.2, they reckon. So woof, what a price tag. Um, the EV also will feature a central driving position and a diamond-shaped four-seat layout. Boss John Hennessy said it will be about six metres long and that it should also be the fastest accelerating four-seater from rest to 200 miles per hour. Now, this is interesting. The Association of Fleet Professionals is aiming to publish a national map showing the street-by-street demand for electric vehicle curbside charging, and they hope for it to be released in 2022. Now, following the formation of its curbside charging group in October, the industry body is aiming to collate information gathered on around 160,000 potential and existing EV drivers. Now, the map can then be used by national and local governments, as well as charging and electricity suppliers, to see where curbside charges are most urgently needed. Paul Hollick, the chairman, said it's no exaggeration to say that the creation of the curbside charging group has created more interest than any other subject or campaign with which we have become involved. And we're not surprised by that. I think everybody knows it's a big worry, curbside charging, and it really does need to be handled quite quickly. So hopefully, with this information from the AFP, we can get there a lot quicker. Even more exciting news this week and a very bold move from the government. So the UK will require all new homes to have EV chargers installed starting just next year. So EV charging stations will be required for all new homes and businesses in the UK starting in 2022. The government announced that this week and the measure aims to boost EV adoption in the nation by adding up to 145,000 extra charging points each year. This will mean that people can buy new properties already ready for an electric vehicle future while ensuring charge points are readily available at new shops and workplaces across the UK. Uh, This should, in theory, make it as easy as refuelling a petrol or diesel car today. Now, this is fantastic news, absolutely needed, uh, but quite devastating for those of you who have just completed on a new build this week (laughs) or this year. Um, But either way, you know, come 2022, it's the push forward that we all need. So if I was to ask you, What do you think was the first original EV? What would you say? I can only presume you've said something like a Tesla. Well, cast your mind back to 1934 when EVs were on the road. You're thinking, what? No, surely they weren't. Of course they were, but we've all forgotten about it. And I am referring to 
the good old traditional milk float. They entered the market electric. Um, obviously, this was done because it was a lot quieter when driving around in the early hours of the morning to deliver the milk. Now, admittedly, as kind of time went on and they were covering more miles, they did become iced vehicles. But nonetheless, they still were the original EVs, and you forget all about it, don't you? Now, Milk and More, the Britain's largest milk delivery service, is rolling out its quietest and most environmentally friendly milk delivery vehicles to date. They have purchased 200 electric work street scooters, they're called. The £6.5 million investment in the street scooters is part of a strategy to secure the future of the much-loved British milkman. Everyone loves the milkman. <laughs> oh, dear me. Now, the new fleet will be the first of its kind in the UK, and it will also make the brand the largest operators of electric vehicles in the country. So Milk and More is also the first UK company to operate the street scooter EV van, which is currently only used in Germany. Um, a lot of people use this in Germany to deliver post, so the postman is using it rather than the milkman. Now, the noise reduction is key, and that's a huge customer benefit of the new floats, and of course, a very important one, given that many of the milkmen and women deliver to customers' homes before 7am. Now, the new vans are capable of carrying 860 pints of milk at a time, ooh, fancy, whilst offering an electric driving range of 75 miles. It's been a busy EV week. The first UK EV dynamic charging hub has opened in Wolverhampton. The site is the first of over 150 charging hubs being delivered across the UK by Osprey Charging in a £75 million programme to eliminate charging anxiety ahead of the 2030 ban on petrol and diesel cars. Osprey's Wolverhampton hub is the first site in the UK deploying a game-changing new technology referred to as ChemPower which enables more locations than ever before to host multiple high-powered chargers on a single site. ChemPower chargers work together to optimise charging across multiple vehicles when more than one EV is plugged in. They allow power to be distributed based on demand, which of course varies significantly between individual vehicles due to the maximum charging rate of each model and its battery percentage at the point of charge. So overall, it's a fantastic way to manage the energy, to distribute it, and we hope that the first week of the opening in Wolverhampton goes down well. So following on nicely from that point, your electric car could become a virtual power plant. The electric car parked in your driveway may soon be more than a fun emissions-free ride. When it is put together with other EVs in your neighbourhood, it could help utilities manage electricity demand in your community. Now, it matters because massive growth in electric vehicle adoption, which is already widely expected, means that more car owners will be plugging in at home and of course that's going to be putting pressure on the electric grid but also creating power sharing opportunities at the same time. Now emerging smart charging technologies aim to build in more flexibility so grid upgrades aren't needed and EV owners will have all the juice that they need. EV owners can earn rebates and cash rewards from smart charging programs by letting utilities control when their car is charged based on overall electricity demand. Now, this is definitely the way forward, although surprisingly, 25% of people have said they wouldn't feel comfortable with being told 
when they could or couldn't charge their vehicles. So what are your thoughts? And finally, we're pleased to say here at EV Comply, we are going back on the road. You can see us at the LB Agency Trade Show next March. So if you're wanting to know more about EV charging, then why not come along? It's local. It's at AJ Bell Stadium in Eccles in Manchester. And anything that you may want to know about what we provide or just EV charging in general, we would be more than happy to chat with you on the day. So that's all from me. You have a fantastic weekend. I'll be back next Friday, keeping you in the EV know from everybody here at EV Comply. Have a fantastic weekend. 